0: Welcome to the Don of Hope Podcast. I'm Luke Harrison. I'm here with Jerris again. Really? You're, you're almost like bookending it. You're close to bookending it. You're not the 30th day, but you're gonna be like 27, 28. Yeah, I guess. So them. like you were the first one and you're almost yeah. <laughs> almost <laughs> the end. Almost. You almost got it. <laughs> um, go to the website if you haven't already, my dawn of hope org. Slash blog, and you can read what Jerris wrote along with the podcast player on the same page. Um it's early. <laughs> we have coffee.
1: Yeah, <laughs> or I have coffee. I don't know what yeah, you got. I got some chai tea for you. Chai. Tea. It is caffeinated. So, oh, okay. Yeah. That that count. Yeah.
0: Um. <laughs> so you picked Matthew seven twenty five. Um. So it says the rain came down, the streams rose, and the wind blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall because it had it had its foundation on the rock.
1: Um. So kind of talk about what that means to you and why you picked that verse. Um. So mr market kind of approached me and he said hey uh, would you like to do one more devotional for our 38th on hope and i was like yeah sure um and i started thinking through like what 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 verse could i choose you know that because there's so many and so many great verses to elaborate on so many great verses that give people hope that give people inspiration like i mean you can just read any part of the bible really and it's, yeah, it's pretty much inspiring <laughs> yeah um but I kind of thought back to this one because this was a revelation that came to me, believe it or not, um, through a song lyric that had come to me. Um, and it's it's a song that I haven't finished, but um, it basically went like, even at my lowest point, God, you're the rock I'm standing on. Um, and so I kind of went back to this verse and started looking at uh, just examining the rock, because here it it mainly applies to Jesus's teachings, um, and actually doing them instead of just hearing them and and just passing them by. But looking at it, it's like, for me, the rock stood for Jesus himself. Um, and it's like, God just started revealing to me, it's like, even when you're in your lowest point, even when it's like, and he gave me this visual of being like in this deep, deep, dark valley, like this valley that seems like it's inescapable. Um, and... He just showed me, is like, even if you're in this deep, dark valley, realize that I'm right there with you, that I'm carrying you through, that I'm the rock you're standing on. I'm your lowest point. I'm the lowest you could ever get. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, and just having that that visual and that revelation of knowing that, you know, even if everything else seems like it's crashing around you, even if it seems like you're at your lowest point, you know, you're down on your luck with a job, whatever. It's like, you still have Jesus and that's way better off than you could ever ask for. Yeah. Um, And that, I mean, it just hit me so powerfully in that. And I was like, if I could give somebody some hope and inspiration, you know, it would be basically to to let them know like, Hey, even if you're at lowest point, especially with all this COVID-19 craziness happening and everything, and the government's deciding what they're trying to do about the whole situation, people might be out of a job, you know, just whatever. It's like, realize that Jesus is right there with you, carrying you through. Yeah. If you're willing to press in and lean on Him and just trust in Him, and yeah, yeah, well, one of the things that helps me too is
0: like if you just think about like thinking about eternity will just make your mind kind of freeze up, yeah, <laughs> it, will, it will. But at the same time, if you think about eternity and you're like, the, as, as far as things that matter in eternity, <clears throat> your relationship with Jesus is what matters in eternity, yeah, not anything here, so it's easy to get caught up in it because like. We all judge each other on you know your job or your what you drive or all this other stuff and mm-hmm. like all that stuff's fun but it doesn't matter long term at all you yeah know? no it doesn't so when it's if it's not working out you can just focus on that like i can work on what matters which is my relationship with jesus
1: mm-hmm. and everything else really follows that anyway it does you know, to seek first the kingdom of god and everything will be added to you. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people sometimes get that flipped around and you know, even I've caught myself <laughs> flipping that around like, "Oh god, I need to get all this first before I can seek after you really." And he's like, "No, no, just 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 look at me." <laughs> just look at me, just focus on me and I'll make everything else happen. Um, And that's that's also something I've added in this devotional, basically just, you know, learning to rest in him, learning to just give him your time, give him your focus, give him your attention and just learning to be patient. And if you like give that time to him, if you give um, that attention to him and he's able to speak into you and to speak over you, he's able to give you clear guidance for what you're supposed to do, especially in the season where it may feel like you can't do a whole lot at all. Um, and he takes care of the rest. I mean, he's, he's faithful to do that. So, yeah. And if you are, you know, having trouble with a job
0: or anything else that's having to do with a really weird situation, what's going on? Like just, you might have big decisions coming up, whether it's the new job you choose or whatever it could be like, and you want to make the right decisions there. And a lot of times that pressure, like it feels like you're kind of just flipping a coin. Like you don't really know <laughs> yeah. sometimes. And so, but if you're, if you're asking God for guidance and you're praying Holy, and you have the Holy Spirit, then you're going to get that intuition to know what to do in those situations. And a lot of times, like, I think people want that booming voice from the
1: heavens. But yeah, you know, <laughs> wouldn't like, that be nice? You yeah, know, you're just nice. praying and it's just like all of a sudden you see this angel appear before you and it's like, yeah. he's like Jairus this is the clear path to choose like that would be so nice yeah. <laughs> I think everybody wouldn't mind that but it's also
0: I, I think there's a part of that that's like I think he has to reserve those moments because mm-hmm. we are so like fickle about things that yeah. like if you think about it like a 1995 like Honda Civic is a mm-hmm. piece of crap now yeah. but if somebody in 1920 had that thing it would have been the best car in the world yeah it would have it would have been the best mode of transportation in the world it would have been ridiculous some people would even argue it's still the best car (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) you know yeah (laughs) but we get used to things and then it just becomes old news so like if angels showed up to everybody all the time Mm -hmm. we'd stop caring we would you know and so like and you might like Want to say that you
1: wouldn't, and yeah. maybe you wouldn't, but everybody else would. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? you are like, oh, I'm tired, <laughs> get of, I'm tired of seeing you, Michael. Like, go back to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me something else. Yeah. Like the Israelites with the manna, you know, they got so tired of eating and seeing manna every single day, they started complaining and wanting something else. Yeah. We as humans, we're so like, we're so weird. Like, you know, and some people will be like, oh, I'd never complained to God about that back in the day. It's so, like, well, you weren't raised in that culture. You know, yeah. you weren't raised in a culture that was without God. And then all of a sudden gets brought to the wilderness out of Egypt, which was like one of the most prosperous nations at the time. And so, I mean, people can argue and they can complain. They can be like, oh, well, I wouldn't be that way and all that other stuff. But it's like, no, you would. <laughs> it's like, it's, you know, you're raised now In hindsight's twenty twenty. You can look yeah. back on it and see and learn. But it's like being back in that time, being in that moment, like, you know, you don't really know what you would do exactly. Yeah. So,
0: Well, and they were like, they were crossing a desert mm-hmm.
1: with no food, and then
0: food started to fall from the sky. Yeah, which is great. It's amazing. <laughs> but admit it, like we have such a we have so many food options today. Yeah. If somebody was like, "You get Wonder Bread." Yeah, that's it. You just get Wonder Bread. Just like Wonder Bread. after a week, you'd be like all right, can we get something else? <laughs> yeah, like, I'm tired of wonder
1: bread. <laughs> it's awesome. It's cool. Um, yeah. But it's bread.
0: <laughs> now the right thing to do if you were going through the desert and wonder bread fell from the sky would be just to appreciate the wonder bread. Like, oh my God, yeah. there's food falling from the sky. And like, not defending their complaining about it. But, it's like, you might read that story and be like, oh my God, I wouldn't do that. That's ridiculous. God was helping them. But in the moment, you would be like, you know, at least a lot of people would be complaining and wanting something else. And then God brought quail and, you know, like he helps us out. But
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so getting back to that, I think that just the, it's just incredibly important for us to, for us to be intimate with God. And I think that's the biggest thing that he wants with us is just to be intimate with him that's because we can be so distracted. We can be so just all over the wall, looking at everything. And like you said, you know, if an angel appeared up every single day and just told you, hey, this is the direct path you're supposed to go down, yada, yada, yada. No doubt God would do that with you if he absolutely had to, you know, but it's like he wants more so for us to be intimate with him, for us to get to know him. And that takes time. That takes time when you're building a relationship with somebody, if they just all of a sudden you could just read everything on their mind, you know, you wouldn't have to develop a relationship with them because, you know, immediately what they wanted, you'd be able to satisfy all their needs immediately. And it's like, that's not what God wants. He wants to have a relationship with us. He wants to be able to spend time with us for us to be able to, to, to to grow and develop in him because ultimately it's, it's not just for him and for his joy and for, you know, the purpose he created us for is to have fellowship with him. You know, it's also for our sake. It's also for our benefit, um, to be able to grow and to learn and develop in him. So, Well, that's what we were creative for, so it's the most yeah. beneficial thing to us. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, if I go without relationship with people, like this whole quarantine thing has made me almost go crazy because I'm just like, I need interaction with people. I'm yeah. like a social butterfly. And so being crammed up in my room and just being by myself, it's it's made me like... i want to go see people and do things so you know it's i think it's a a testing time for a lot of people i think even introverts are feeling it right now yeah I think everybody's (laughs) got something even i I always end up making fun of
0: ivy on these things but she's the person that i know the best so yeah but (laughs) she keeps sending me stuff it's like uh Everybody after quarantine is going to be hanging out with your friends, but you'll find me at the Mexican restaurant. <laughs> 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 she, uh, she just misses sitting down at Delve.
1: Yeah, like, she just <laughs> sitting down and eating. And Man, yeah. that's Montana Grill down on the Springs. I miss that so uh, much. Because yeah. it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of sitting in the parking lot eating my truck. <laughs>
0: but, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, to really just, like... I just think of things sometimes from that point of view. Like, we... Dismiss God for the stupidest thing sometimes because we're impatient or whatever. And yeah. From the point of view of, like, imagine being God and you have this viewpoint that's tens of thousands of years long or whatever. And he's like, hey, I want Jared, so I want to say something. And you're like, hang on, let me finish this little.
1: <laughs> <laughs> finish this game, really. Like,
0: like he's got to be like, come on, bro. Like, yeah. Yeah. he's so
1: patient. Like honestly, if I was God. Like I mean, fire and brimstone all day long. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because I'm that type of person. I'd become so impatient, and he's working off of that. Um, he's. I mean, it's it's so great to be able to be in a relationship and be in fellowship with him. And I'm so thankful that he's our God and not some other Greek demigoddess or whatever that people talk about. And I, I hear other people talk about their gods or whatever, and I'm just like, man, like even, you know, and I, I don't want to like go too far into this topic, but I mean, even some Christians, they believe that God is so hateful and so cruel and so mean. And so like if they, they mess up on the slightest thing, but he's just going to be right there to punish them immediately. And I even heard one person one time say that if you see somebody um, – that's homeless or out of a job that's God's punishment on them for some sin they did don't help them out at all or don't even pray with them oh, like I mean just there's <laughs> some crazy stuff man if God
0: was mean with the, with the crap that humans have done over the years we wouldn't exist anymore yeah no but,
1: <laughs> I mean it'd it, it just be I mean he's ah I mean looking back at being at Karis and being able to be here with people and just learning how much God went through to redeem us from the curse and from the law And how much he went through just this whole masterful, beautiful plan that he's orchestrated through Jesus just to fulfill everything that he'd written in the law. I mean, Jesus was the perfect fulfillment of the law. He became a curse for us. He became the curse so that we wouldn't have to deal with it anymore. And, I mean, it's just looking back at that and seeing how it all has unfolded through history and through time. It's like, wow. It's like, (laughs) man, that is like the most wonderful plan you could ever think of. Yeah. And so just, I mean, just recognizing his love, just recognizing his peace and recognizing that he's not a God that's just going to send you out into the mission field all by your lonesome. He's going to be right there with you hand in hand, holding your hand, walking you through, walking you through that dark valley, being the solid rock underneath your feet and just carrying you through that thing. And it's like, as long as you're spending time with him, as long as you're like being attentive to his voice, you know, and just just being intimate with him it's like he's going to give you guidance he's going to give you he's going to give you like just wisdom to deal with certain situations and do certain things Um, and man I've heard so many people even this year Karis like um, and it's awesome to be in a community of believers that have so many testimonies and so many things to talk about because it's so encouraging and so uplifting. Um, if anybody's considering coming to Karis, I say, just go ahead and do it. Um, I mean, even I was questioning before I came my first year and it's like, man, I'm so glad that I came. I'm so glad I just went out here and did it. And the people that I've met, the relationships I've made, it's just been so wonderful. Um, But, you know, just hearing different testimonies about how people have just prayed for wisdom. They've prayed for guidance, even in business related situations. It's like people think God only wants to deal with the the religious side of them. It's like, no, he wants to be able to help you in every single detail of your life, to help you and walk out every single little detail. One person I I talked to, um, this was even a friend back home. He said, I got so close to the Holy Spirit, just basically putting away himself and just spending time with God. It's like he would even help me. To know what to wear of a day, to encourage others and uplift others. And he gave an example of um, one day it was really rainy and Holy Spirit was like, wear this bright yellow shirt. And he was like, God, but it's rainy. Like, why? (laughs) And that day, some woman just pointed out, it's like, you know, you're like a big ray of sunshine on this really rainy day. And it just (laughs) brightened her day. Um, so God wants to be with you. He wants to spend intimate time with you. And he wants to, to help you and lead you in, in every area of your life. But it just takes that intimate knowing of him and spending time with him. Yeah. And it it's such a great time to build that because
0: we all have time, you know. Yeah. <laughs> there's, no, there's no reason. There's no excuse to be like, oh, I'm doing this. Like maybe you're working from home, but if you're working from home, you still got more time than
1: yeah before, you know. Take that commute time you would take to work, you know, your your commuter time, like whether it's 10, 15, 20 minutes, and at least be able to set that aside of a day and just be able to spend time with Him. You know, yeah. you can always find, I mean, like you said, working from home, you have more time usually. Um, you know, for people that were already working at home, I mean, I'm sure you've already got some type of schedule laid out with the Lord. And if you don't, I encourage you to do that. Yeah. You know, um, so. Yeah, it's always I always wonder how people's days
0: are going because like we live out here and like my commute to work is like fifteen minutes. Mm -hmm. And regardless of the amount of traffic or anything, it's always fifteen minutes because there's no such thing as traffic here. Yeah, (laughs) but like I always wonder because like when we lived outside of Atlanta, like my dad's commute to work would be a couple hours because of traffic. And so I'm like, those people that have those kind of commutes who are staying at home now probably feel like they have the whole day. Yeah, I mean that's (laughs) amazing. I I would I could do that whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> but also I wanted to say this and I wanna say it before I forget, shout out to your family by the way, because I can see what states listen to this and I think I haven't checked in a week, but that first podcast is still like by far the most listened to one.
1: Oh wow. And it's
0: like <laughs> I forget the number, but there's so many in North
1: Carolina. <laughs> yeah,
0: NC yeah, peeps, let's yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was like I, I I can't remember the number, but you had like a couple times the next highest was one, and it was mostly North Carolina. It was like wow, seven That's percent awesome. from North Carolina. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna read your prayer real quick, and then ask you go He said, "Father, show me that even when I'm at my lowest, you're the rock beneath my, beneath my feet." Give me a revelation of your love for me. Help me to learn to trust you and hear you through all the noise. Guide me in what I can do in this season. Be the light beneath my feet and my firm foundation. In Jesus' name, I Um so kind of talk about what you wrote it that way and what you want people to be thinking,
1: believing okay. for of me. Great. Right. Um well I mean I I wrote it this way just in in correlation with the devotional. Um it's like I was thinking through like, what would be a great prayer to kind of go with this scripture and kind of go with this revelation that I have that I want others to receive. And it's like basically just asking God, you know, show me like, you know, when I'm at my lowest point that you're right there with me. Because a lot of people, I mean, including myself, there's sometimes we get so down on our ourselves and we think so much about ourselves and our own situation that it's important that we, we pull our focus back to God and see what he's doing and see that he's right there with us. He's right there walking us through um, just getting a clear head and just being able to kind of drown out all the noise. Yeah. It's so easy. Like, I mean, looking at all the news stations like CNN, CBS and Fox news, whatever news you watch. I mean, they're all talking about this whole coronavirus stuff and there's a whole lot of other stuff going on. Like I think just recently I learned something about the United States is, is, possibly going to attack Iran if they come against Israel or something. Like, there's so much happening around the world and it's so easy to get so lost in the noise. And I'm sure there's a lot of families that are very, very close right now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. closer than what they're, they're used to being yeah. um, with kids in the house and stuff. And so it's important just to be able to kind of pull yourself away and get into a, a, a quiet place and just be able to hear from God um, and not really rely on your own intuition. Um But also it's like, help me to see that you're the rock beneath my feet. Um, Man, I just, I get so excited and I I still think about this and I still say that because it's like, I just imagine like, just seeing Jesus right there like as, as a solid rock almost underneath my feet quite yeah. literally and it's like man that's the best rock you can have <laughs> underneath your feet is Jesus and his, his word and just you know just all that he is it's like I don't think anything in the world like could break that rock I know that nothing could break that rock yeah. you know and as long as you're standing on it it's like you know you're not going anywhere <laughs> so, um also it's uh let's see Guide me in what I can do in this season. Be the light beneath my feet, my firm foundation. So light beneath my feet kind of comes from the verse. Um, I believe in Psalms. Be a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Um, And it's just basically asking God for guidance. Asking God for guidance. Asking God for wisdom. um, And and getting clear direction in the season. Um, And that can, I mean, (laughs) I've talked to so many friends and they're like, man, what day is it? (laughs) Even myself, it's like, oh, it's Sunday? Like yesterday I woke up and it's like, oh, that's Friday. Wait, no, it's Saturday. (laughs) And it's like people are so confused about their days and everything. So it's really important to stay oriented, to stay um, on top of that stuff and just be able to be um, goal driven during the season, even when you're, you're out of routine and stuff. I talked to one friend the other day in Germany. And she's like, man, I'm trying so hard to stay off my phone, to stay off of Netflix, to stay off my computer and stuff. I'm trying to be active. I'm trying to, you know, to work on curriculums. Like right now she's proofreading, um, I think, some, some – Bible teachings that somebody wanted to translate into German. And she's like, oh, okay. I'm just trying to keep myself busy and stay productive. Yeah. And I think that's really important this season so that we don't go crazy yeah. um, and kind of get, with you know, when we do go back into routine, that's not such a shock. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's, it's important to have guidance. It's important to have wisdom. It's important that, we have Jesus as our firm foundation. You know, something always always underneath us supporting us and we're not going to some other thing. You know, the last thing you'd want to do in this season is be like, oh, I need help. Let me go run and jump in quicksand. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> like that would be, I think, the worst thing you could do right now. <laughs> um, so it's it's best to just always go back to Jesus and not go back to, you know, the to running to other people that may have a good opinion, but they're not going to help you through this season. Yeah. Um, so, but Yeah yeah and one of the times to keep that
0: like like I don't know if, like I've had these thoughts before where like I start thinking about something that stresses me out and I'm like I don't want to think about that yeah it turns on Netflix you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> or whatever yeah. and it's like those are the moments where you should turn on uh, something biblical or read the bible itself you know mm-hmm. what I mean and then you yeah. can It'll actually, actually, solve the problem like you yeah. can process instead of it, delaying it, instead of <laughs> just waiting. Worse. The episode ends, and then that like seven seconds before it plays the next one, you're like freaking out again. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: It's <laughs> like we, w- we always want to like make our minds like blank to whatever yeah. we don't, <laughs> don't want to think about. Yeah, uh, I'm right there with you because sometimes, man, I can procrastinate stuff so hard, and so it's like, oh, I could do this or. You know, there's that new episode on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) This favorite podcaster I like. So let me go check that out. It's like, no, don't do that. I have this,
0: I have this weird, like, I have this innate need to be productive, or I don't feel good about my day. Yeah. But I'll still get caught up. Like if I start the day watching Netflix or something. I'll sit there for four hours and then I'll just be like, "crap." Then you feel me. terrible. Like, I'm like, the same uh, way. But if I get myself out of bed, which I don't want to do, but if I get yeah. myself out and if I even do something productive for an hour, I feel fine. Yeah. But if I skip that part, I just yeah. feel
1: like awful. you just feel terrible. Yeah. <laughs> then you just you just want to keep watching Netflix after that because you're like, "Oh wow, well, I, I, like I feel terrible now. now." Yeah. So I just <laughs> stuff
0: in my face with ice cream and keep watching. <laughs> Tiger King or whatever. <laughs> I
1: haven't even seen that. I not oh, yeah. The memes are. Ridiculous, <laughs> <laughs> Carol Mashkins. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right, dude. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Luke. Yep. Thank you for listening to the Dawn of Hope podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast feed and turn on notifications for more conversations and audio versions of Sunday's teachings. Our Sundays begin with a light breakfast at 9.30. The service begins at 10 o'clock. Groups and Bible studies throughout the week include undivided young adults groups Sunday evenings at 5 o'clock, bringing young adults from all walks of life together. Follow up Wednesdays at 6.30 on Wednesdays, a conversational Bible study based off of Sunday's topics led by Michael Roberts. Prophetic Writing on Thursdays at 6.30, Hearing God's Voice Through Journaling, led by Joanna Harrison. All events are at Don of Hope Ranch at 178 Palmer Drive in Florissant, Colorado. If you would like to donate to Don of Hope, you can visit mydonofhope.org and click the Donate button on the sidebar. If you're interested in holding an event at the ranch, or would like more info on anything that we do, please call us at 719 719- six eight seven three four two five or send us an email at info at ranch dot com. Thank you for listening and we'll see you on the next episode of the Don of Hope Podcast.